You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. All the way from sunny SoCal into 32 million homes and counting, this is America Trends. I'm Barry Nussbaum, filling in tonight for Dr. G. Our poll question today, who do you think will be Donald Trump's VP pick? Mike Pence, Newt Gingrich, Chris Christie, or surprise pick? Let us know and vote in that poll at U2America.com or use the U2America app available now for Apple and Android devices. Download it now if you don't have it already. We have been witnessing what appears to be a clip from Mad Max lately. Anarchy in the streets of America. Whose fault is it? What can be done? And who is Black Lives Matters? Joining me from Tampa, Florida is Pastor Aubrey Shines. Pastor Shines is the founder of Glory to God Ministries and started out ministering in the Cook County Correctional System in Chicago, Illinois. Pastor Shines, welcome to the show. Hey, welcome. Uh, thanks for having me. Great being with you guys. Oh, it's great to have you. So we're seeing a race war, or at least it's being characterized that way. Who's behind it? What's, well, what's the fault here? Well, it's, it's simple. When you have a feckless, uh, inept president, that has probably been maybe outside of Woodrow Wilson, probably the most racial divisive president that we've had. And when he continues to foster this false narrative that some kind of way white officers are killing blacks at some, I don't know, genocidal rate, it's, it's, it's absurd uh, at its best. Here's the reality. The reality is that there are more white police officers that kill whites than white police officers that kill black. And what I always uh, say to those stations that I'm on rotation with, uh, why is it that only when a white officer kills a black is that black life uh, something that matters? Shouldn't they all lives matter? Or does a black life only really matter when a white officer kills that life? It's, it's absurdity at its best. This is part of the Sololinsky dynamic that's being lived out through this failed president. And uh, shame on him for even taking the moment uh, during the time when we should have been uh, honoring those fallen men there in Dallas, uh, for him to, uh, again, to push his narrative during a time like that, it, it was really heart-wrenching uh, to see this narcissistic behavior uh, as our chief and commander. I was very saddened by it uh, as, a, uh, as a community leader here. Pastor, you're, you're, you're causing me to want to ask you 50 questions. <laughs> I'll, I'll go as analytically and slowly as I can. So let's start with the President of the United States. Are you telling us that President Obama is fanning the flames that are increasing the violence? He's not part of the solution, he's part of the problem? Oh, absolutely, he's part of the problem. And anyone, uh, my friend, that uh, doesn't understand the radicals and revolution and what Saul Alinsky and Bill Ayers is all about. Again, remember, I'm a Chicago native. I know about Dr. Jeremiah Wright. I know about the black theology that they teach there. Of course, he's fanning the flames. He is a very divisive president. And again, for him to uh, go into a time where I don't know about you know, the rest of America, my heart was just broken to know that several officers, by the way, that are protecting citizens in that great state of Texas, 
that this president would take the time over 40 times to mention himself in a very narcissistic way, of course he's fanning the flames because he's speaking rhetoric. And anytime you speak rhetoric, this is what you're doing. You're part of the problem. Why not take the moment and instead of inviting, and you're more, more, much more gracious than I am to call them black lives, I call them a black lie, uh, the black lies movement, and instead of inviting them to the White House, or if he's going to, why not give them the facts that more blacks are killing blacks than white officers that are killing blacks? Why not give them the facts that if you really care about black lives, go to Chicago, my home city, and uh, begin to protest over the several thousand that have been shot since this president has been our chief and commander. Go there and talk about the several thousand lives uh, that have been lost as a result. Go there and talk about the abortion clinics that are primarily in poor white, black, and Hispanic communities that at a rate of millions, black little infants are body parts are being sold, but nothing from this president, nothing from right. the Black Lives Matter. Pastor, 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 let me jump in. Tell us, who is Black Lives Matter? They're Who's behind this? Who are the people? What is the movement? What is their agenda? I, it's, it's very simple. It's to be divisive. And the reason you know it is because, to answer your question technically, this is a group that has been formed through George Soros, a progressive, someone who is a 100% uh, contributor to the DNC party. He formed this group when Ferguson happened, when the lie of Ferguson happened, that Michael Brown, the gentle giant, had his hands up. He did not. Even the attorney general under Barack Hussein Obama came out with that conclusion. So this whole premise of black lives was actually founded on upon a, an, just an incredible lie to begin with. But the major media outlets won't give you that information, unfortunately. And so we see this perpetuation of this lie being just so, continued so, Pastor, fostered in so, our Pastor, nation. What's the agenda? What are they trying to accomplish? Divisive for the purpose of accomplishing what? Oh, uh, to uh, some of it is just pure ignorance. It's low intelligence, because if you ask, as we have, uh, those individuals, they actually believe the same lies that they're founded their, their, their whole dynamic on. So their real purpose is to continue to push an agenda of divisiveness. These are people that, for the most part, hate America, don't believe in the process, won't get involved in the process, and they're constantly blaming someone else for their own demise. Black Lives Matter, take care of your children, men, and you won't have 80% that will end up in prison, 79% that will be uneducated, 79.4% that will con continue to repeat the cycle. If Black Lives Matter, these are the issues they would be talking about. The name itself is racially divisive anyway. I say all lives matter. We're well, Americans Let's talk first. about that. I think it was J-Lo yesterday released a video with uh, a song she just did and her hashtag was all lives matter she was attacked vociferously in the press as being anti-black she took down the tweet she took down the video and the hashtag is is that causing problem is it oh. impossible to say all lives matter now is it is it is that insulting to the Black Lives Matter people? Well, of course, it's insulting when you have a sitting potentate, as we do with Barack Hussein Obama, that is invited this group in 
And kudos for J-Lo for doing something of that magnitude, but notice what's happening. The moment a conservative voice, or just someone that has common sense for God's sake, uh, begin to talk about things of this magnitude, we're marginalized, uh, we're forced to be in some myopic box as a result of it. And, and the furtherance is you continue to be squashed because the moment you speak the truth, no one wants to hear that again. This is the failure of this president. He has the bully pulpit, and he could take the moment and just espouse the facts. And the facts is his presidency has been a failure. Uh, this Black Lives Movement, he should tell them, look, here are the facts, and then enumerate those facts by showing that at the hands of other blacks, 90% of all murders against blacks are by other blacks, not white police okay, officers. Okay, so let's talk big picture with the police. D is it your opinion that the police overall are doing a good job, or are they singling out young black males for discriminatory purposes, for racial purposes, not necessarily for crime enforcement purposes? Give me a quick answer. We're about out of time. No, these police officers are doing a great job. And of course, you're going to have a few bad along the way, but they're doing a fantastic job. And kudos to those officers that serve and protect you and I. Look, promise me I can have you back next week. I've got 30 more questions to answer. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.